live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mail for the week of August 2nd, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey, 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 put your lighters up. Conscious in the house. Yow! The rumor mill starts now. Like I said at the top of the show, this is the rumor mail for the week of August 2nd, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am, I am nothing without my co-host, the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gore, the one and only Les, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Lazori Roggenkamp, Lazori Roggendike, back in the house. Do you ever change things? To, you know, someone asked me this question. Actually, someone asked me, uh, someone that we know, comedian... Patrick Keene, I think, oh. thinks, thinks I'm a spokesperson for all gay people. He yes. wanted to know if lesbians have orgies. Yeah. I've heard of it. I mean, I've never been a part of one. Would you ever be part of a lesbian orgy? I don't think so. No. I'm so like, I, uh, I'm just getting comfortable with one-on-one sex, mm-hmm. you know, that I don't, I don't know if I could ever be in a, it, it, more than one, but I mean, you know, maybe when I'm older or drunker, older. I don't know. I feel like when people get older, I mean, when you only see like gross people at orgies mm-hmm. and it's cause they just have like no care in the world and they're like, eh, I'm old, whatever. You know, let so me ask, let me ask you this question, this question. I'm sorry. And I don't, I, I, I was in my mind. I was trying to think if this is too personal or not. Okay. Uh huh. Has Star ever eaten your ass out? Wow, that's not personal enough. I need you to get more personal. Uh, no. Is that something that, uh... She, I've done it to her. Oh, interesting. I was going to say, is that something women are into or they talk about? She, She likes it. But I don't, you know, I don't really know. Maybe... Um, we've had so much sex that I, I can't, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I want the audience to know that right before we went on the air, Lori's like, I have this piece of news that I want to share in the air. I said, oh, go ahead. I go, but just FYI, this is going back out on the public feed. And she was yeah. like, no, 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 never mind. I'll, I'll hold it for later for a, pri- a more private show. Yet, yeah. however, you're open. You're very willing to talk about how you've eaten out your girlfriend's ass on the public feed. <sighs> Rare. I haven't done a lot. I will say it's been a, a rare instance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, um, I, I just am more like self conscious about that area. For so, yourself, yeah. But do you think you would enjoy it? I don't think I would. No, See, this is the part I don't get, and this is not meant to be. I don't even know who would be mad about this, right? 
but it's like I feel when you're a gay man, and 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 I will I will openly say I'm verse, right? And I say truly verse. I mean, like it depends on who the person is, but if I'm with a person and I I, I could do I can go both ways, bottom topic, right? Okay. What do you prefer though? That's what I was gonna say. It depends on who I'm with, right? With the kitty cat, what were you? Oh, top, one hundred percent. That guy is like a fucking messy bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, but, like for instance, certain people, like the current uh, reigning uh, number one in my heart, I want to do both with him. Who's the number one in your heart? Aiden. Oh, I thought it was going to be Cameron. No. <laughs> oh, no. I might as well just go buy a pack of cigarettes and have sex with that. So, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, but, uh, but, and I think actually having sex with a pack of cigarettes is even healthier than having sex with Cameron. Uh, what I was going to say, no, like with Aiden, I can, like, I can get into both scenarios, you know? But um, what I was gonna say is, in when you, when I'm in my bottom state, you know, uh, you know, I want to feel. I want to have. This is me personally. I'm not speaking for all gay men. I'm speaking for the one gay man known as Joe Batanz, right? Okay. I just want to come as possible to not necessarily that I want to have a vagina, but the experience. Uh, emotionally that a woman would have with a vagina that there's something very powerful to have someone inside of you does that make sense uh-huh. and uh there's a power and a beauty and everything about that right and also obviously the same thing with someone eating your ass would be the equivalent of someone eating out your vagina imagine first of all it feels amazing but second uh the, the that level of intimacy is so special Right. Yeah. But my thing though is, if I had a vagina, well, I would be like, well, then why do the ad? I, I have a vagina? That would be my thing. I'm not knocking anybody who likes it. That's just my in my inexperienced opinion. Well, it's it's different. It's different pleasures. Yeah. Uh. So you know, I think. Um, I don't know. I think that. Uh, um. Like. The the well first off the clitoris is basically like a penis but f- like with more nerve endings. Wait, so, how do you know how many nerve endings are in a clitoris versus a penis? Oh, like I don't know the exact amount, but it's like a crazy amount more. Okay. Um, I, I can someone uh, humble. Can you go on a public forum and ask if that's true? Go ahead next. For those of you listening to the public feed, humble pie is our go to wizard at Afterthought Media. Okay, so the ner- the clitoris contains fifteen hundred nerve endings. Okay, did you just make this up or you looked it up? And I'm googling it. Okay. Now, while you're talking about this, there is a um, a listener. Named- it's twice as many, and I I don't know the number, but it's twice as many as the, or they're saying it's about twice as many as the uh, penis. So if you said 1,500, then you, that would be that. Okay, Humble Pie says there are more than 8,000 nerve endings in the tip of the clitoris alone. That's double the number of those in a penis. Very interesting. Yeah. So, like, the I'm sure that the anus, there's, like, 
there's a different kind of pleasure, but it doesn't, it's not the same as, as having like your, the clit licked mm-hmm. or rubbed. So, I, yeah. But, but you're actually making my point even more. You're making my point even more. But it's is, like, think it, about both of them at the same time or, you know. No, 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 no. Oh, I think you're mistaking me. I'm saying asshole versus vagina, not penis versus vagina. So what I'm saying is if I had a vagina, I'd be like, well, why are you going to eat my ass out? I'd rather you eat my pussy out. But why not have both? That's what I'm saying. The pussy versus the p- the pussy? Have both like have both happen because they they provide different feelings. So why not have both? I don't know. I because because what I do know is that anal sex. Like why is, are you why why do you have to you know um uh like prove I guess I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm just saying I know for a fact anal sex is more enjoyable for men because we have a prostate and the penis rubs up against said prostate and that makes it very enjoyable. Women don't have a prostate and so it's just someone sticking shit up their ass. So I guess I just extended that to eating out the ass is like what enjoyment would you get out of that versus if I would have the guy eat my pussy out. And by the way, if a guy would eat my pussy out, ass out, couldn't you get sick if he went from like uh poo mouth to like your pussy yeah you're not supposed to you're not supposed to go in between sort of thing atp or back and back and forth i'm mean. supposed to go atp no anyway according to humble pie she, during anal sex you can simulate a woman's g-spot through the anal walls well, that's very interesting well i will say this i don't know anything about um the female organ. <laughs> um, but when I when I had my cyst, the way that they would check the cyst is they would go through my anus, mm-hmm. not my vagina. Yeah. So, and it was on one of my ovaries. So I don't know how that worked. I could have asked, but I really didn't care. All right. Well, on that note, we'll be back right after this. My girlfriend's in the chat, by the way. Lori, uh, you know, uh, I had a dearth. There's, there was a dearth of uh, a dearth, a dearth of drag race uh, news stories or drama uh, this past week. And so, what we're doing? I took a poll on this um, Patreon, and overwhelmingly, okay. overwhelmingly, people were like, "Just do uh, other news stories." And in fact, I didn't do it for this week. I didn't do it for this week, but they even uh, someone even suggested um, that uh, I believe it might have been uh, listener Spiral Queen. I could be wrong. Do not come for me. I, if somebody did. I'll give you proper credit somewhere. That we do that. We do strange news stories. Guys, comfort, comfort, Joe, please. Yeah. And if you have any problems, please email the best of today. And yeah. oh, damn it, why did I give up? <laughs> I did that on Throwing Down. We have a guy, we have a show on Patreon called Throwing Down, and I said, you know, if you have a problem, email me at, at um, 
the best of today at gmail.com. Adam Burns was like, that's not your email address. I know your email address. Oh my God. Like, that's, that's hilarious. That's the show email address. <laughs> anyway. Please, and please don't put any, like, don't give me any reference. Just say, I need to talk to Joe. What do you mean and give you? What do you mean give you? I'm saying don't don't do that. I don't know why you would, but don't in the email don't give any reference to what it's about. Just uh-huh. say I need to talk to Joe and give your phone number. Oh, uh, okay, very good. Now that's the, the way, best way to get a hold of him. That is the best way to get a hold of me. By the way, um... breaking news: the person who suggested strange news story was listener. I am a librarian. Spiral Queen just supported her in the suggestion. Oh, uh, okay. Well, thanks, Spiral Queen. Yeah, thank you. For supporting a friend. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. yeah. Going Bye. down the road and back again. By the way, you know Joey Buhecker has left Shady Pines. and we've Officially? Never... Oh, yeah. Well, my, well, Mike Lawson essentially fired him. And oh. um, what's funny is, oh, for those of you on the public feed, you'll be hearing this soon. I mean, I mean, let me announce this now. Starting like mid-ish September... On this very feed, you are going to get a recap show that was on Patreon uh, called Shady Pines, the Golden Girls recap show. And we did season one. But right as we were getting to the home stretch, the uh, host of the show, one of the hosts of the show, uh, we had a big fight. Had a mental breakdown. Had a mental breakdown. So anyway, but I, but you know, in terms of what the Patreon supporters are getting, they haven't gotten to that episode yet. And okay. So I've been getting messages like, you, Boo Hacker, and Lawson are the best. Don't change a thing. And I was like, oh, God, they don't, they don't know what's coming. Uh, so I would love it if somebody's like, seems like one of them is patently unstable. <laughs> All right, Lori, let's jump right into the headlines. Lori, uh, it's official. Gays are having less sex due to COVID-19. Researchers in Australia. Hello. Good. Hello, mighty. Even there's not a thing Australians say. That's so I'm just going to do that. Researchers we in Australia. Lori, I'm having sex. Yeah, we just have sex there. We, we couldn't do that. Well, we're not having sex. Actually, that's the problem. Anyway, researchers in Australia have announced the results of a study on gay men's sexual habits during the coronavirus pandemic. The conclusion, men report having 12 times less sex than during happier days. Medical journal J-A-I-D-S, Jades, which is also my uh, drag name in college, published the conclusions. That's actually, you know, when Aiden and I, that's our, that's our you know, there was uh, Benefer and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, I, that's me and Aiden Jades. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, July they they published a conclusion July thirty first. A study examined oh the God. habits of nine hundred and forty queer men in Australia and found that ninety five percent recognized COVID nineteen as a serious risk during sexual encounters. As a result, mm-hmm. men reported an eighty four percent decrease in the number of sexual encounters, monogamous relationships not with standing lori your thoughts here on gay men i don't know about lesbians gay men having less sex during the coronavirus um i mean why does this need to be a study i mean everybody's having less less sex due to the coronavirus mm-hmm. why why do we need to study that that seems really. Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Who's sponsoring this study? Like, yeah, they're like, you know what? 
Like, don't you think, like, don't you think, it's funny, I, I never thought about it that way, Laura. Isn't it funny? I just saw the headline. But don't you think there is a pandemic that is around the world and more so even here, even though this is in Australia, but Australia has it or had it pretty bad, right? Yeah. Don't you think all your efforts should be concentrated on, uh, on the virus? The virus. Like, I mean, I guess you could argue that they are concentrating on the virus, but just in a really dumb way. Yeah. (laughs) They're just, but it's like, you know, oh, thank God we have that information. Oh, that's going to really help me. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is also the point? That is a weird thing here. Well, let's, let let me read on. Maybe, maybe we learn her something here. Uh, I'm going to do a quote here and I'll do it. I'll do it in a, what kind of voice do you want me to do? I'll let you choose the style of voice. Cause you know, I don't know if you know this, Laurie. I was just recently awarded Man of a Thousand Voices. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, I can do anything. You tell me and I will bring that style, you know, to life. Okay, I want you to do a manly voice. Okay, here we go. The results from our study show that an overwhelming majority of gay and bisexual men have adopted their behavior and are adhering to physical distancing guidelines. Lead researcher Dr. Mohammed Hamoud told Q News, Gay and bisexual men have adjusted their prevention strategies throughout the HIV epidemic to protect themselves, to protect, to protect themselves and each other. Our community has a long history of creating innovative strategies to reduce risk. We're seeing this continue with this new health challenge. I still, that still has not answered the question. No. Why? Because you know what it means, Lori? Is these things cost money. That's what yeah. that means that someone was like, like, uh, 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 boss, um, listen. E? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Hello there, boss. Uh, e? I, know, I know you got all this grant money there for studying the coronavirus. I got a really good idea. Why don't you give me about mm, twelve? I don't know what's what's the unit of currency there. Give me twelve twelve thousand koalas there. <laughs> I was just gonna say koalas. <laughs> give me twelve thousand koalas there, and uh, I got an I got a, a, a study that's gonna blow the roof off this COVID nineteen. Oh, okay. Is it gonna be helping us find a key? Nope. Is it gonna be helping us with long-term ramifications of the disease? Nope. Is it gonna be helping us treat the people that are already in hospital? Nope. What we're oh. gonna do is we're gonna find out if people are having more G6. Not on- Take all my money! <laughs> Take all my money! You were doing the Lord's work, you all. Thank you. By the way, not sex for old people. Just game in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have been taking my money. Yeah. All right, there. All right, here we go. Um, Let's go on to the next story. Uh, Lori, have you ever heard of Ellen DeGeneres? Uh... Elon DeGeneres, mm-hmm. not, the, uh, not the guy, not the guy who owns Tesla. That's Elon Musk. Yeah, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've kind of heard of her. Well, yeah. she hosts what? a talk show. Okay. Okay. And right. she kind of puts off this sunny disposition, like I'm super nice and wonderful, and roses and puppy dogs and Does butterflies she? and rainbows and daffodils, right? Does but, she? <laughs> well, uh, look, you know what, my friend Carlo in Germany. He he used to fight with me. This is before, like uh, two years ago. Like physically fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he challenged me to constant arm wrestling matches and stuff like that. And um, 
and uh, he threw me through a glass. It was weird. He threw me, and uh, two people were walking by with a pane of glass at the same time, mm-hmm. and I went right through it. It was weird. Anyway. Uh, always happens. Yeah, it's always it's happening. So, uh, but early on when we were talking, I told him, because Ellen, he told me how much he loves Ellen DeGeneres. I'm like, oh, she's a horrible human being. Horrible. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah. you don't know this. And now that this has come out, all I do, Lori, anytime there's a new story, I just constantly, he doesn't, now he doesn't even respond anymore. I just send him every new story about what a horrible human being this Ellen DeGeneres is coming out, right? <laughs> That's awful. Anyway, so here's the funny thing is because a lot of the allegations have focused around people in her workspace. So now she's kind of distancing herself, right? So she, she yeah. she's penned a letter to staff about the allegations against her on her show. Um so uh here's so here's how the email starts. On day one of our show, I told everyone in our first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness. No one would ever raise their voice and everyone would be treated with respect. Obviously, something changed, and I'm disappointed to learn that this has not been the case. And for that I am sorry. Anyone who knows me knows it's the opposite of what I believe and what I hoped for our show. Uh and then she starts to say that um you know thank them for helping her success and whatnot uh and she goes uh and my name is on the show and everything we do and i take responsibility for that alongside warner brothers we immediately began an internal investigation and we are taking steps together to correct the issues by the way she's part of the did you read that thing from that writer i think it was a writer which which one was it the one who was talking about all the racist stuff or the one who's talking about all the sexist stuff no i'm about the one who said i don't know this was a writer it could have been just a production person but somebody wrote in about how there is a, a box of gum by her office door. Do you know about this? Oh, I think so. Because she has like a really um, like she, her she's like her nose is really sensitive or something. Yeah, so you have to chew gum before you talk to her because her nose is really sensitive. And if you if she senses the smell, she doesn't like you. Get sent home for the day. You have to go home and shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go home and shower. Which be, I mean, I don't know about you, dude, but there are some people in my life that I would, that I used to work with, that I would love to force to go home and shower. Uh-huh. Uh. Anyway, uh, she goes on to say that she knows what it's like to be treated unfairly. I'm also learning that people who work with me and for me are speaking on my behalf and rip misrepresenting who I am, and that has to stop. By the way, about half the stories are about how what a horrible person she is. And so that's the uh, most actually. I, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but most of the stories I've been reading are are not her, but her producers. No, you're talking about the workplace ones. Yes, I understand that. But did you read the one from the Australian news producer who, when they went to Australia, they um, set up? Now again, this is her producers, but they were told not to look at Ellen. Or talk to her, and then she only came in, didn't talk to anybody, was really cold, did her interview, and left. Like, there was no, like... Okay, but, all right. See, this is the kind of stuff that pisses me off. Okay. What, like, who cares? What, did she hurt you? Did she physically harm you in any way? No. Mm-hmm. Did she call you a name? Did she make you feel unsafe? No. She just she just wanted to go in. She probably had been doing a bajillion of these interviews, mm-hmm. and she just wanted to go in and get interviewed. Now, do I think it's the best way to handle it? No. But you know what? I mean, Steve Harvey did the exact same thing. Where's, Harvey, the, where's the upheaval on him? He's a horrible... Did you see my tweet from today? No, I don't go on Twitter. Oh, I put a tweet today because there's talk that Ellen's going to quit the show. 
you know? Well, she's been wanting to quit the show for a while now. Yeah, anyway, I mean, this- she constantly is having guests come on and do the show for her. Yeah, so, so she's been talking about quitting the show, and they're like, oh, that there's talk that James Corden would replace her. I go, he's another horrible human being. I go, so in the tweet, I wrote, like, exec one, like, we need to get rid of this horrible Ellen. She's a horrible person. And then the executive says, oh, who are we going to replace her with? Let's get another horrible human being. Let's get yeah. James, let's get James Corden. Uh, but a, a see, person- that's the thing is that these it, 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 Jimmy Kimmel notoriously is hard to work for. Um, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like these are look at what they're doing. They are putting on a show every day, every day, almost every day, mm-hmm. and you know they they can't caught they can't bake you cookies and sit you down and go, oh, how's your day going? I hope it's going really well. You know, it's just like, look, am I saying that there's probably there are probably people experience racism and sexism? Yes. And th- those things should be dealt with. But I legitimately don't think Ellen is sitting around going, yeah, I really want to produce a, an air of toxicity. She's just in the clouds doing her own thing. And I think it's good that she's being checked for this. But if we're going to do that, we have to do that with every every single male uh, uh, ho- ho- uh ho- Yes. TV host or whatever they're called. I'm all for it. No one should be mean to people. I'm going to tell you something. I, was- I don't think it's being mean. I think it's being particular. And people are so fucking sensitive that they can't stand it when people when people put up boundaries. When was- somebody's like, D- I just want to answer questions. I don't want to have a chit chat beforehand. And people are so, their egos get so big that they're like, oh, well, oh, you think you're good and big, too good for me then. Go oh. fuck yourself. A while back, during the, the start of this Kevin Spacey thing, I was talking to someone on the inside, right? And I was like, what, uh-huh. what are you hearing about was this it, Kevin? Was it Kevin Spacey? It was Kevin Spacey. I go, what What are you What are you hearing about this Kevin Spacey? Like, are people upset? And he's like, no. Everyone is like secretly like relieved because he was such a horrible human being to work with. He was a terrible, mean, mean, cruel person to work with. No one liked working with him. So in a weird kind of way, there was this great, like, almost like schadenfreude going on that he was being taken down because he was such an awful, toxic person to work with. No one liked working with him, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm all for calling out the assholes. Yeah, but then you got to call. But see, the problem is, is it's not you're not calling out all assholes. You're calling out the ones that you want to call out. And shockingly, it's always women and people of color. They always have to be the ones to to be to be the uh, marker of how you should treat people in society. But white men magically get to do whatever the fuck they want and they don't get they don't get questioned for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm so sick of it. It's like, uh so the, the the fact is is she did a hell, heck of a lot for gay people. She stood up and she she ruined her career in order for other people so other people could have could could be on TV and be openly gay. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, I'm not saying that she's the best person in the world. I'm just saying that Jesus Christ, you know, she just cuz she doesn't give you a hug every day doesn't mean she's a monster. Mm-hmm. Calm it down. Grow up. By the way, they're singing Lori, Lori, hallelujah. Lori, hallelujah. I just think it's so hypocritical. Okay. Why? That's it. I For all the reasons. Oh, brother. So, all right. But you, but you agree that Ellen DeGeneres is sort of problematic in her behavior. 
she look is she particular yes but you know what i mean that's how she is i if you could point to me one instance where she had been racist or sexist or or degrading to somebody in a way that was not not you know justified like if she told somebody to take a shower if that person actually smelled yeah go take a fucking shower be an adult but if you could point to one time where she was sexist and racist not her people but she was sexist and racist then i would say okay yeah that's that's problematic all right very good lori lori that should be the name of your next show lori lori hallelujah and look there's there's things that you should you should be upset with her about but nobody's calling that stuff out nobody's calling out the fact that she um she she during the writer's strike several years ago that she continued to have her show go on the air people were fine with that you know it's just like what now all of a sudden we're we're upset with her because of things that other people did it's like jesus christ guys Will you please do a show called Lori, Lori, Hallelujah, where you just rant about no. one thing? No. No. This, I'm just, this fake morality is just what pitches, pitches, pisses me off. It's these people who act like, you know, oh, I've always disliked Ellen. It's like, oh, go, go fuck yourself. You're such a fucking hypocrite. If, Lori, if Ellen gave you a million dollars tomorrow, you'd be excited. You'd be like, oh, I love you, Ellen. I actually can't tell what side you fall on. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Okay. Are you ready to move on to the next story, Lori? Yep. You know what? We're getting close. Why don't we just go to the spoilers? Let me see. Let me. I have the next story here. Let me see if it. I'll I'll let you decide whether we should do it. Okay. Well, tell me what the story is, and I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. San Francisco's gay bathhouses are going to reopen. Next story. What? What's the? That's it. Drag myself. Yeah. Okay. Let I'll I'll, me just do the headline here, and we won't even talk about it, right? We won't even talk about it. Here we go. Lori, San Francisco's gay bathhouses can return after thirty-five years. Wait, after 35 years, so they haven't been open this whole time, and then now during a pandemic, they're like, you know what would be a good time for? Bathhouses. Oh, sorry, that was the... Do you have any other thoughts on this? What, uh... So these these places haven't been open for 35 years. Wait, Laura, you just said you wanted to skip this story. I thought it was now, but you provided new information. So these places haven't been open for 35 years. Okay, this is a this is from the uh, the GSN is the name of the of the website. San Francisco may finally see gay bathhouses return thanks to the city relaxing rules it brought in at the height of the AIDS crisis. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors, the city's governing council, voted unanimously on Tuesday to remove the restrictions on saunas. They hope the businesses will now reopen as part of the city's COVID-19 economic recovery. San Francisco lost its bathhouses in 1984 as AIDS overwhelmed the city's LGBT plus population. The city and county branded the bathhouses public health nuisances and even sued bathhouse owners. Now, I'm going to tell you something. 
I'm not going to read the whole story. Actually, technically, so what happens is a court case, okay? And technically, San Francisco loses that court case and bathhouses can come back. However, what San Francisco does is they impose these safe sex rules where essentially doors weren't allowed to be locked and people, they had to be cameras so that people could monitor the sex happening in the bathhouses to make sure that they were having safe sex practices. Well, because of that, that no one did that, right? And so the bathhouses just sort of died, okay? So what oh, okay. this bill is actually doing is um, uh, eliminating that requirement for like the doors to not be locked, wait, the doors to be unlocked, and that the people had to monitor it, okay? So, um, so the, and then there's going to be, because there's been a significant reduction in HIV infections. Um, so is this because of the research that was found that gay men are having less sex during COVID? <laughs> or the thing that, like, Andy Cohen wants to bring back glory holes because it's safer for uh, COVID? Yeah, brother. All right. All right, Lori, let's get out of this uh, segment here. By the way, you know... There are so many exciting things going on at Patreon. Okay. There are. What I mean, I made a list of shows that are happening in August and it was crazy, but just coming soon, you and I are going to be covering Drag Race Thailand, right? We are. JL. Yeah, we are. You know this? I I said we are. Oh, Jay Ellis and I are going to be doing All Stars 2. Uh, We have that show Cuckoo Bananas where you and I analyze crazy audio from celebrities and make fun of it. We just did Jeffree Star. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Snatch for the Gods is coming soon, right? That's the one where we're going to take drag queens and teach them how to be good at Snatch Game and maybe stand-up comedy. Uh, And then there's a very special surprise. It's going to drop this Thursday on Patreon. Lori knows what it is. It's a very special surprise. I I do? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I you've said special surprise twice now and I've been like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> fun. We I have think, fun. I think the people are going to be so happy about this uh when they find out mm-hmm. what that special surprise is. Uh that's going to come out on Thursday. So check your feed everyone on Patreon on Thursday uh for this special surprise. I think people are going to be really really excited by that. Uh, so so if you want to join Patreon, go to Patreon. We're going to have a ton of great content in the off season. The content doesn't disappear because there's no drag race, right? So go over to patreon.com slash afterthought media. Join. If you want all the content for the most part, you get most of the content, the premium level, right? But then there's this Joe Batanz, there's the exclusive tiers, all kinds of stuff, right? And, uh, and do that, right? You know? And so, by the way, let me give a warning even before we give the warning, Lori. You know what's coming, right? Spoilers. Listen, I'm only going to say this once. I'm sick of doing these one-minute bumpers. If you don't want spoilers, get the fuck out! The spoilers start now! Yeah, I'm kind of done with, like, the whole, like, one-minute so that Humble Pie can like wrap a towel. I, just, I imagine like Humble Pie's in the bathtub with like a hair, like the thing that women put on around their head so they don't get wet. And then she has like rubber duckies. Yeah. 
And then she's like, oh my God, the spoilers. And she's like jumping out of the bathtub and like almost slipping on her tile floor to get to her Bluetooth speaker in time. Yes. I imagine like, I just imagine like uh, Luke's Damon like lunging across his bed to knock over his phone that's plugged into a Bluetooth speaker for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. So. Or like Luke's Damon stopping like uh, dismembering the body of the guy he murdered. <sighs> yeah. So like, oh, oh no, I would think Jay Darling he would be the dismembered body. Oh, Jordan Darling, you think? Well, I would never think that. I think I feel like Jordan Darling is like the most saintly person I've ever heard, talked to. But see, it's one of the, it's those people that you have to watch oh, out for. Oh, that's right. You see, it's the people that never go above the speed limit. You know, it's the people mm-hmm. that are always you can't you remember you remember them as being nice, but you don't remember a lot of specifics. Yeah, those are the people that kill. You know what's so funny is isn't isn't wasn't the BTK killer like that? No, I mean he was. Wasn't he like the 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 neighborhood like watchman or something like that in his neighborhood and would like like measure how long people's grass was? He was like one of those. He was also uh, he worked at uh, uh, animal control and he also worked for the park service. But he was he was a deacon, so he did do things that would seem normal. But when people like if you people if you talk to him like his kids or people around him they were like yeah he was a he was a real asshole like oh, he was a real Ellen DeGeneres you know oh. <laughs> so yeah uh, very particular alright let's get into this week's spoilers here uh, this is for now all we have spoilers are for Drag Race Canada a show I've yet to watch even though my friend Sweet Michael was imploring me to watch this show my girlfriend loves the show. Oh, really? I'm, I might start watching. Yeah. I have this. Well, I'm paying for this. Wild Presents Plus. I might as well use it. You know. Yeah, you might. Right, as well. so, I, so I might. Pr- I might mispronounce people's names here because I don't know what their name. All right. So anyway, the expected maxi challenge this week is law firm commercial challenge. Law firm commercial challenge. Okay. Ex- I kind of like. I like that. Yeah. You're doing, yeah. Funny. That is kind of fun. Yeah. The expected runway. You know, it's a fun runway too. The expected runway is a Canadian tuxedo. Do you know what a Canadian tuxedo is, Lori? Yeah, all denim, right? All denim. Yeah, that's right. The expected winner this week, Rita. Rita, expected winner. I probably will watch this episode. And then uh, expected. Oh, you know what's so funny is, before I go to the next one, somebody messaged me. I think it was Drew Brooks who might be even be here. Um, someone messaged me. I think it was Drew Brooks. No, 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 no. I know who it was. I know who it was. I don't know if she wants her name out. I know who it was. She goes, Joe, you guys have to, you and Lori have to recap Snatch Game this week for Drag Race Canada. And I was like, how insulting would that be to the Drag Race Canada boys? If I was like, sorry, boys, we got this one. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, because they're recapping it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. The- well, we were going to do a thing, weren't we, where we recap all um, the uh, Snatch games from yeah, every season, that's right? Gonna, that's going to be the first episode of Snatch for the Gods. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to watch them, then we'll talk about our favorites and what's what makes a good Snatch game and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the expected lip sync. Now, I don't know this song. Scars to Your Beautiful by Alessia Cara. Hmm. Scars to Your Beautiful by Alessia Cara. 
I don't think I know that song either. Yeah. Now the expected bottom two. Now I this is where I'm afraid. I don't know quite how to say these girls' names. So please forgive me if I'm saying their name incorrectly. But what it looks like, it looked like to me it's Ilona and Boa are in the t- bottom two. Ilona and Boa are in the bottom two. And the expect now I know you're not watching this show, Lori, but if you had to give a guess. Okay. Uh, who do you think gets eliminated? Hmm. Hmm. I'm stalling to wait to see what the chat room says. Hmm. Okay. It takes, you know, 30 hmm. seconds for them to hear our hmm. audience. So they're always like 30, uh, 30 seconds. seconds. Oh, what were the names again? <laughs> I'll tell you, Lori. And I don't know if I'm saying these correctly. Ilona and Boa are in the bottom two. I'm going to say Boa. Okay. Um, oh, people don't want to type spoilers in the chat because they already scared Humble. Oh, what, what, how did Humble feel about it? Did you hear that? I don't back? know. I, I don't know. She said in there she got scared last week. So it must have worked. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's so funny. I wish we could have. Uh, it's fun when you make somebody feel bad. Uh, for Laura, you'd be right. The expected elimination is Boa. Boa going home on episode six. Of- really? Mm-hmm. Boa going home. Shocking. Gone too soon. I don't know anything about these people. Uh, okay, Lori. That's my boa. That's my boa. Give us uh, your plugs. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to check out my podcast, Bloody Podcast, uh, we are a female-centric look at crime and folklore, so we focus on women in crime and women in folklore. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash bloodypodcast, with some fun shows. Um, we have a monthly uh, recap of crimes committed by women on the show. We have a um, goddess uh, thing where we talk about a go- uh, folklore female folklore we have um a thing called shinema which is where we recap uh something within um me- the media um right now we're recapping the uh i'll be gone in the dark hbo documentary series which just ended yesterday right should i watch it yes uh yeah it's really good i if you re- if you want to read i would recommend the book as well the book is amazing uh-huh. um and the, and uh, we might even recap the entire investigation because it's it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we're coming out with new ideas for new shows pretty soon. And so if you want interested, please uh, check us out patreon.com slash buddy podcast. All right, very good. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to the rumor mill. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dragracerecap. Uh, by the way, if you want access to more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us over at Patreon, uh, uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash Afterthought Media. Uh, by the way, the rumor mill is an Afterthought Media podcast for me. Yeah, it is. <laughs>